on tonight's episode of Living Off the Land. Jimmy is back, and we start everything off with the catch-up with Jordan. Uh, we do our top five draft, which is the NBA City Edition jerseys for 2021. We get into everything drama-related that happened with the Browns today. Uh, we also talk about the Cavs and their hot start to the season, and we end the show there. But before all that, we start with the Beer of the Week, Jimmy edition. Let's do it. Welcome to Living Off the Land, the All Things Cleveland podcast, with your hosts, Ryan, Jordan, and Dan. Follow us on social media at the LOTL podcast. Hey, what's up, everybody? Episode 185 of Living Off the Land. How you doing? Welcome. It's a Tuesday night here in uh, in the studio at the Palatial Estates of me. Um, I'm Dan. I'm here with Jordan and uh, the returning former producer of Living Off the Land, Jimmy Pisarchik. Jimmy, how are you? Boys, good to be back. Feels like I never left sometimes. I know you get back here and it's just like it's just like riding a bike, <laughs> <laughs> except I'm the one with the headphones on and recording everything. It's yeah. a great analogy. <clears throat> well, anyway, to be back. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Anytime, Thanks anytime. for coming. Jimmy is back. We're gonna get in some pretty cool topics. Some, uh, well, some cool topics. Some topics that drove everybody in the Cleveland sports realm crazy today. Yeah, y'all have a wild day today. God, uh, of course. Uh, if if you if you've been living under a rock, we're talking about the whole NFL trade deadline saga mm-hmm. and the. Odell Beckham Jr. Se- Odell Beckham Sr. Uh, drama that happened last night and this morning. Even LeBron started tweeting yeah, about boy. it. Which <laughs> don't get me started on that. <laughs> I, oh boy! I was so staunchly defending him as a Browns fan, and then he goes out and does this. It's just so unnecessary. But we'll talk about you it. You mean Cowboys fan? Or Yankees <laughs> fan? Or? Yeah. <laughs> all, all the, all the, all Rams the above, fan. all the above. Yeah. Well, LeBron claims to be a Browns fan now, so. But <clears throat> we'll get into that a little bit later. But Jimmy, as you know, we always start the episode off with the beer of the week, and you brought it for us this week. What did you bring us? Yes, sir, Ooh. I did. So it seems like my trend, at least in the past, was I'd bring non-Cleveland beers. So I decided to stick with that. And since we're going to be talking about a certain sport and a cer- certain top five, I won't hint at that right away. Um, hey, only oh. right that I bring a non-Ohio beer. And I brought a beer for, from Chicago, Illinois. Ch- ah, Ch- Chicago. Yeah. Chicago. Yeah. Chicago. I don't Chicago. know if that was an accident. That wasn't. That it people wasn't. say in Chicago. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't even close. So this beer is well, from yeah. Revolution Brewing, mm. uh, largest independent craft brewery in Illinois. Uh, must be twenty one to follow. It's uh, uh, it's a good brewery. I've had actually a lot of their beer before. I've had a few. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I've had a few. I uh, I've heard of them. Never had it though. Yeah. I um. Are they still independent? I don't know. That's a good question. Trying to see. You should look it up. When did they form? It's a good question. Another good question. Well, you, well, you keep talking about that, Jimmy. I can look yeah. it up. Go and, ahead. And, yeah. So yeah, uh, this beer is called. Well, first of all, happy. <coughs> Post Halloween boys, it is oh, officially yeah. 
the it jolly season. It's no it's longer spooky. The holiday it's no longer season. spooky. We're not spooky anymore. So I thought... Was that supposed to be a Christmas accent? <laughs> no, I was just singing that one, that one song. It's the holiday season. I don't know. That's just, the only word I know. Saying. Let's just do the whole episode. Each one of us just starts just randomly saying. humming a uh, Christmas uh, Christmas song. Yeah. Yes, sir. Um, yes, so it's called Fist Mist. Yikes. Fist Mist. That's a weird name. It is a red <laughs> ale with ginger and orange peel. Six and a half percent. Yes. Four, I four. taste the ginger <laughs> and the orange in this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I couldn't quite tell what some of those flavors were. In yeah. It, but then I read I didn't that. know, but as soon as you said ginger and orange, I'm like, okay, yep, there it is. Got it. Got him. I'm trying Got to think em. what red ales I've had, especially in Cleveland before, but. I'm sure you've had a few. Uh, Rally Drum used to be a red ale. <laughs> yeah. And then they changed, they changed it. it. I'm assuming because that's not a very popular style to just a lager now. Yeah, which is a brilliant move on their part. But Rally Drum was a good beer. It's just it's yeah. a weird kind of beer sometimes. I, I'm not I'm not uh, I'm not a f- I'm not really a fan of red ales. I will say though, first taste, this is way better than I thought it was. Gonna be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Way better. The orange and the ginger. Now, did you pick this? Choice. Did you pick this specific one because you wanted to try it, or was Christmas. there like I'm curious what your choice mm-hmm. in choosing da, this was. Da, da, so going da, in, I knew I Christmas. wanted to get some sort of Christmas mm. festive mm-hmm. beer, mm-hmm. and I've had pretty much all the Cleveland ones, or at least the big ones no. so, available. So, so Christmas beer, but not Christmas music yet. Uh correct. Oh, correct. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. All right. Interesting. Realistically, <laughs> I could drink a Christmas ale whenever. Just oh, yeah. not like in the dog days of summer. But oh, Christmas yeah. music doesn't start for me. It used to start in October back in high school. I was mm-hmm. all about it. Mm-hmm. Now I'm Thanksgiving. Maybe like the week up to Thanksgiving I'll start. Yeah. Just because, you know, holiday feel. I think but it's, yeah, I think what's. The I, week of Thanksgiving. I agree. Though. Like right now, like the day or yeah, two after yeah. October. Okay. It's a little early. But like you said, I agree with that. Like the week of Thanksgiving when you're getting ready and especially like if you're either hosting or if you're like cooking something to bring it to some family member's house or whatever, like when you're doing that, it's so much fun to like listen to Christmas music when you're cooking something. Yeah. Yeah. It's a pregame. Yeah, I agree. I think around, you know, and then people start shopping around that time too. So yeah, yeah. but it doesn't bother me if I will say it does kind of bother me if there's already Christmas music in stores. Like, ugh, it's a little early. We're going to have yeah. to hear this for a lot. Well, so on, I don't hate it. It just is like, oh, boy. On like, s- on Saturday, uh, I I had to go shopping for some stuff for uh, my uh, MCs. We did a pumpkin carving uh, at the uh, Vitalia uh, Senior Living, Assisted Living Facility in Strongsville. And uh, <clears throat> I, was go- I was shopping for like some late last-second supplies that we needed. And, like, I went to, like, Target and Mark's, like, real close to my house. And it's the day before Halloween, so I kind of had a feeling that there wasn't going to be any Halloween stuff. There was nothing. Mm-hmm. But, like, the Christmas sections were already starting to get set up, which I I, I guess I kind of get. But it's just, like. It's so annoying to it's see just that, like, it was the day, it was the day bef- It was the day before Halloween. Right. Like, I can kind of understand yeah, if, like, I, the day after. I had a similar, me me and Teresa were trying to find this last piece of her costume, and mm-hmm. we went to Walmart, and we went to where we were, we were looking for, like, uh, a Baby Yoda edition. She was, she was Baby Yoda this year, so mm-hmm. we were looking for this other part, like, a that we were looking, anyway, doesn't she was, matter. The she details was, don't matter. She was the child. She was the child. And we were in the toy section, because we were trying to hopefully find it there, and... 
we half of that area was like this you know toy sections using it a seasonal area and there's yeah. like three rows of christmas stuff already yeah. i was like all right well this is getting me out of the halloween mood so uh-huh. let's leave this section right now yeah, <laughs> yeah. big time i mean such a money maker but Makes um, sense to get it so early. back back to revolution though so it is an independent brewery absolutely still is. audrey start the revolution yeah yeah so it's independent still so that's cool uh they were founded in 2010 although their roots go back apparently to 1995 uh, I guess they were experimenting and stuff like that. And okay. they are located in the Logan Square neighborhood, and they have a brew pub. Uh, they have a f- brewing facility in the Avondell neighborhood. I don't actually know where these are in uh, Chicago. but Yeah, they're just suburbs. Of sh- I, so, so the reason why I asked was I, for some reason, <laughs> it's been several years, but I remember this uh, from the last time I was in Chicago. Not this beer, the, the brewery. You know what also throws me off, too, is there's a brewery. I don't know why. I think I know why. There's a brewery called 21st Amendment Brewery that always confuses me because Revolution Brewing, mm. 21st Amendment. I don't know why that, that strikes a, a similarity yeah. to me, but it always, I always confuse them with them. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's go around the table, and let's rate it. And let's start with our esteemed guest. First of all, I love the can art. I, I, I knew you were going to point that out. How, how can you not like it? So yeah. for uh, those not watching our video Santa podcast, looking very jolly. that's non-existent. Uh, oh, we'll post a picture. Yeah, picture. In fact, I'll take that right now. Do it. You know, I don't know how. Does this bother so anyone? Santa Claus. Real quick. Sorry to interrupt. I'm just going to, since we're talking about the design. I've noticed it looks like this is printed on the can. Am I seeing that correctly? As opposed to like those sleeves sometimes you see yeah. with craft beer. I don't know why I prefer yeah. this, even though it doesn't really matter. I'm sure it saves them a ton of money to do the sleeves. But do you have any thoughts on that, Jimmy? As our, That's uh, a good design? point. You know what? I prefer this over the mm. cans with sleeves. Same. I don't really know why. I mean, I'm sure it saves them money. Well, this, this I is, I, yeah, this is definitely like more like. It just looks better. Smooth. Yeah. It's probably what you're used to as a kid. You drink you know, pop and it's not exactly sleeved. Yeah. So yeah, just comfortable. No, I like it. Uh, there's actually two naked Santa Clauses on it. Oh, I didn't Maybe know a little that. excessive and the name Fistmas. I mean, what are we trying to do here, guys? <laughs> For the love of God. <laughs> yeah. I, that could be so many things. And Santa Claus is coming out of the chimney with a fist up. So that's, that's uh, interesting. Yeah, he's, he's starting a revolution, like, man. He's, he's just, just like, let's go. Yeah, exactly. He's hyping yeah. everyone up. Or, 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 it's, logo. or it's because this, this, this beer will punch you right in the face. I don't know yeah. if you've noticed the logo is a fist behind a star mm-hmm. holding, uh, I guess, a hop mm-hmm. or a grain. I don't know. Maybe that's just a thing. I, I think they're trying to art. play off of the communism thing or something. I don't huh. know. Chicago, what are you doing? <laughs> I mean, Chicago. Chi- but yes, good can <laughs> I need to learn Chicago accents because right. I have no idea what they are. <laughs> um, so if I had to read Yeah, what do you think of the beer? Man. The beer. I'd give it like a six, too. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm. Nothing spectacular, but I, I definitely drink it again. Um, I mean, I prefer a Cleveland uh, Christmas ale. Oh, absolutely. Ale what is, over like, this? Is this is this just the is this just a is this just a red ale? Yeah, I think it's a red ale, but I think they call it a Christmas red ale because they have it just says red spices. Yeah, it just the says red ale with ginger and, and orange. Yeah, ginger yeah. and orange. I guess it doesn't say Christmas ale anywhere. Huh? I'll just say because I'm posting it right now. I'll just say Christmas red ale. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's fair. But yeah, six two. Nice. I'll go next. Uh, first of all, blew me away how much better it tasted than I thought it was going to. That being said, I'm gonna go six five. Um, it's good. It's drinkable. 
if I was like in Chicago and I saw this at a bar, I'd probably Chicago. go for it because mm-hmm. I'd be like, hey, I remember that. And it was good. Uh, it's not spectacular by any means. I think some of this is due to the fact that, like we've said, none of us, I don't think, are big Red Ale fans. Although this is very good. Um, and I like the can art. Um, would I buy it again? I've never seen it before. Maybe if I saw it again, I would because of this. I don't know. I'm not sure how to answer that question. But, yeah. It's, it's not bad. It's It's solid. Just you won't get the usual Christmas ale experience. Let me just tell people that yeah, who are big right. fans of Christmas ale, this is not that at all. Yeah, there's no cinnamon, nutmeg. I wouldn't have known if I didn't see the can. Clove. Right. If I was just right. blind yeah. taste testing this, yeah, definitely not. Yeah, there's nothing. There's nothing cinnamon or cinnamon. There's nothing Christmas about this beer except for the can. I um, guess the ginger and the orange peel. Yeah. but yeah, yeah. But uh, no, I, I, know, I, don't, I know what you I don't, mean, though. I don't. Yeah. I don't uh, correlate orange with right, Christmas. With, with Christmas. Ginger. Okay. I can get behind that. Gingerbread cookies, all that stuff. Um, yeah, I'm going to go a little bit lower. Uh, I'm going to go just below Jimmy. I'm going to go 6.1. Um, it's above <laughs> 6. Uh, I don't think it's bad. It's actually not – it's actually one of the better red ales that I've that I've had, especially recently, which I haven't had a red ale recently, so that doesn't really make sense. Um, most recent red ale that I've had. But uh, I do like it. As for red ale goes, red ale is just not my style. Uh, so six one for me. Um, probably wouldn't get it again. Uh, but that's not to that's not to you know knock Revolution Brewing at all. They have good beers. I just red ale is not my style. So totally fair. It's like going to go to a pizza shop and getting pineapple on it. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna throw it back in their face. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. I hope Jordan does too. I do. Oh, I pineapple do. on pizza! Pineapple oh, is not it's, it's so. disgusting. It's sacrilegious. Fruit does not belong on pizza. Agreed. Sorry, agreed. Glad we're on the same. Page. All right. Yeah, I don't know. Sorry, I don't All know why. Right. That. But yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's, that's the beer. Fistmas. Hey, hello. <laughs> yeah, when I bought this, the lady at the the, the cashier was like, "Huh, um, interesting." <laughs> that's a name. <laughs> Yikes! All righty. She's like, "Well, enjoy, I guess." Well, moving on to what used to be Jimmy's segment, the catch-up. Oh, yeah. How about that? Um, <clears throat> so, it, yeah. You put it on your French fries. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> catch-up, not catch-up. Catch-up. All right. Weird story to start it off. Uh, <laughs> there is apparently a, sh- a fairly large shooting downtown this weekend. I think the reason why it didn't get a ton of coverage was because no one was killed and no one was seriously wounded. But on Sunday night, on around East Ninth and Rockwell, uh, there was apparently a shooting. Uh, estimated twenty-five shots were fired, and one of those that were wounded was Baltimore Ravens and former OSU player Malik Harrison, mm. who suffered a wound to his thigh. He was fine. I uh, don't know how long it'll be before he can play again, but he was not like gravely injured or anything like that. Um, I guess he. Well, according to police, he was at Sausalito restaurant. I don't know where that is, but it's in that area, that part of town. Um, again, East Ninth area in Rockwell. Mm-hmm. When a big fight broke out in the restaurant, and I guess everyone was kicked out. I'm not sure if that means cops told everyone to leave or if the restaurant was just like everyone leave. But everyone was kicked out. And while the crowd was kind of whatever, resuming the argument outside, I guess some shooting started. And again, police estimated up to 25 shots were fired. Um, Four have been arrested in connection with the shooting. 
Malik has been released from the hospital already and was never really in danger for his life. But again, I don't know how this is going to affect his NFL career. Um, yeah, really bizarre. Did anybody hear about this? Yeah. Okay. I find it weird that it's not a bigger story. <coughs> not so much nationally, I guess, but locally. I don't know. It's weird. It's like an OSU player. It just seems weird that it didn't get more coverage. Again, I thank God that no one was killed or gravely wounded. That's probably why. And I think that's probably why. But, man, 25 shots is a lot of shots yeah. in a downtown area. Mm-hmm. That's very crowded because there was a Browns mm-hmm. game earlier, and I'm sure tons of people were still downtown. Yeah. But weird. Uh, weird story. Glad to hear no one was killed. Um, yeah, it's because nobody was killed or hurt. Like, right. I, I don't mean to sound like gross no, but or like if grotesque. It ble- but if it bleeds, it leads. That's the yeah. phrase they use right. in journalism. Like, so, uh, yeah. like shots. Oh, did anybody like die or is anybody in the hospital? Right. right. Like critically? No. Okay, oh, fine. Okay. Well, Move I guess along. we're moving on. But it's wild to think twenty-five bullets were shot in that area. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that's just bizarre. Um, yeah. Oh, so I don't know if we have any more thoughts on that, but uh, best wishes to Harrison as he recovers. That's yeah. I mean, obviously, truly Obviously, he's a Baltimore Raven, but that doesn't matter. <laughs> no, yeah, it doesn't um, matter. This, you know, hopefully, cases. whatever. He's an Ohio guy, though. Yeah, I right. think he's from Cleveland. Mm, yeah, something like that. And he played, played for, for OSU, State. so mm-hmm. I, a lot of people know him. And yeah, he's a good him. player for Ohio State. Got drafted by yeah. um, Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you never want to see anybody go nope. through that, no nope. matter who they play for, who they are, like whatever. Um, exactly. So um, hopefully it seems like him and his family and everybody there was, are okay, so mm-hmm. that's good. And uh, looks like they caught the people that started it, too. Oh, good. So well, that's that's that's, good. that's the other yeah. important thing. But, yep. yeah. So. Mm. Well, not to – sorry, not to cut you off there. Uh, reminds me of what else happened, more grim news in the NFL, the Henry uh, Ruggs situation. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it <clears> just happened today. Of, my gosh. Yeah. So I mean, it's like confirmed that he was the driver. He was yeah. DUI, and he killed yeah. someone. And somebody, and so so he, the, one of the uh, crashed into some passenger else. or the person in the other car. Don't remember that, but I know that the collision caused a fire in the car, and yeah. I think the fire is what caused the one person to die. So. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So he died a really bad death. And yeah. It's all because he thought he could drive it a car. To see. He was such a talent. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen in his career. Uh, to be honest either. with you, I mean, the only the only thing that I can think of that's similar to this was uh, this actually happened to a Browns player about twelve years ago. Dante Stallworth. Oh, uh, I remember him. Actually, killed some guy who was a construction worker on a bridge. Oh, yeah, and hit him. That. He was driving drunk and he hit him and he killed him. I remember mm-hmm. that. Yeah, and he yeah, actually he had a big he, name at the time. Yeah, yeah. Big. Well, yeah, Dante Stallworth. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. He had just signed with the Browns, actually, and uh, he he went to jail for like a month and resumed his career. And he has money, so I mean, he never he never never really played anything of consequence after yeah. that, but yeah. he still resumed his career and played. Yeah. Um. So yeah, tough. It's just a sad situation all around. Yeah. All right, happier news. Uh, Cleveland Pizza Week is coming up. Hey. This, is, this is one of those weeks that Cleveland, week. Cleveland, Cleveland Scene does these, like Burger Week, Taco Week, whatever week. So this is Cleveland Scene's Pizza Week. Uh, I brought this flyer. I printed this flyer so people could see. I'm extra, gonna, extra, read all I'm, about it. Yeah, I'm going to start off with the main deal is that the, the big shtick is they're going to be, all the restaurants participating are going to have $8 pies. So Ooh. you can get, uh, I, I, I guess they said the estimate is they usually go for around 12. So I'm guessing these are small to medium sized pizzas usually. Uh, kind of weird, but I'm curious y'all's thoughts. I took it as a little weird. 
but I think maybe they're just trying to get ahead of people that are trying to take advantage of it. Probably. They released commandments for this. Commandments. And it's not really commandments as much as it's reminders. Yeah. So number one is they will run out. You know, the pizza deals are going to run out. And no, they're not going to have other $8 pizzas if the $8 pizza deals run out. There will be weights, of course. That's mm-hmm. obvious, but people are dumb and don't seem to understand that. Yeah. They're telling people to tip like a pro. 100% agree. I hate tipping in, in that it's a thing, but it is a thing, and we have to tip. It's just as simple yeah. as that. So tip well. Uh, they say If you can, also tip cash. Yeah. 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 Because <laughs> things get all weird when you tip on a card. I mean, I know it's inconvenient, and I rarely do it, but no, tip yeah, cash. That, that way, like... I don't know. Giving away, right giving away, yeah, yeah, giving away some trade secrets right now. Yeah. <laughs> Living or working in a uh, restaurant, um, bar industry for a decade. Yeah, they say you really should buy a drink and or other food. I don't know if I agree with that. I understand the idea that uh, yeah, you should probably if you're there. You know, first of all, people like myself, I think everyone here at the table are going to probably get a beer with pizza usually if we go out. So I'm not trying to make a big deal about it. But some people don't drink. Some people don't want to spend more money they're going there to get that deal yeah that's my two cents it says you should is it well, dine-in is yeah. it say like we encourage? No, don't, you don't have to they're just they're yeah. encouraging is it, it. dine-in only or I is do it carry? believe i do believe it's okay so yeah that makes yeah. sense i mean if you're gonna offer carry out you can't like be like oh right get a get a fountain pop i mean and i get it like more like we honestly dan when we went to taco week we did the same thing we yeah. got our tacos but we also got like a salsa platter i get it you're probably gonna do that anyways yeah. i just find it a little weird because Look, people are doing this because of the deal. Like, we're yeah, not doing this because right. we all want to eat pizza for a week. We're, we're, we're <laughs> Speak doing for yourself. Yeah, I was going to say, true, that's, I know. True, that's true. Um, but yeah, no, you're like, right. lactose intolerant. I can only do so much pizza in in a you know 24 hour span. Yeah. But uh, they also suggest to check Facebook and Instagram, which I think a lot of people forget to do to check updates, and then find. Oh, there is dine-in takeout oh, options. So it depends on the probably restaurant. The, yeah, it's some probably, will have it, some won't. So yeah, I think just the. Basically, that just boils down to just don't be an a-hole. Right. Like, if you go to right. a place and they're like, hey, we're out of this for the day, that's your fault for right. going late. Like, right. it. So, no, I agree, Dan, 100%. I yeah. want to read off the massive list of restaurants participating because I find it very interesting. Some are very good. I will argue, though, that some of the best are not included in this, and I'm not surprised. Because they're probably a little more expensive. I already know. I also don't need to. I already know the best is not on there. So I'm going to start off. You know, it's in alphabetical order, so numbers go first. Weirdest option is number one: Twenty Seven Club Coffee. I love Twenty Seven Club Coffee, but I would never. They have flatbreads, so I guess that's not pizza. I agree. They're trying to promote it. That's one. Forty Ninth Street Tavern. Don't even know where that is. (laughs) Forty Ninth Street. Oh, Ballantine is in Willoughby. It's a good spot. I would. I didn't know they had pizza. Beach Club Pizza Bistro. Sure. Don't know where that is. Beerhead Bar and Eatery. I've been yeah. there before. Their pizza's fine. It's okay. It's like it's good bar pizza. Beer Market and Barcento, which I which is weird because they're soon, yeah, but that's yeah. weird. That's probably they probably put this all together before they decided yeah. to. Bigger. What is <laughs> Bigger Wood Fired Pizzeria? In sure. Kirtland. I guess that's the Cleveland Metro. Uh, Boom's Pizza. Never heard of it. It's in Cleveland though. Citizen Pie, yep. Roman Cafe, Citizen yep. Pie, the regular Citizen Pie, Danny Boys, decent, Geraces. Geraces, yeah. Uh, Grumpy's Cafe, what? Okay. What? Uh, Hail Mary's. What, do they have like a breakfast pizza? I guess. Hail Mary's Food and Drink in Westlake. <laughs> Never heard of it. <laughs> that's, a, that's actually a funny name. Hail Mary's, yeah. Yeah. And Fair- Hail Mary Full of Grace, Hail Mary oh, Food and Drink. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. That's a pretty good name. 
Inferno Flats. Oh, that place in Inferno. The yeah, Inferno. Market Garden Brewery. Master mm-hmm. Pizza. That that's a random one. Master Pizza's like I know it's a local pizzeria, but they're like very much, you know. I don't know. You just go Chain. pick up a pizza and have a pizza. But they're, they're local. But yeah. yeah, it's just weird. I, that's isn't random. They do have good pizza. Mulberries. I'm sorry. I love Mulberries. The bar. It's isn't a great that, place. Isn't that the, vo- the volleyball yes. place? It's a fun place to go, especially in the summer. I'm so sorry to say this on air, but I don't like their pizza. So never had just it. Just a so warning. I'll take your word for it. Whatever this is, it's called my pe- my pizzetta in North Royalton. That's the name of it. My pizzetta. Hmm. Ohio City Pizzeria, old school pizza and Ohio wings. City Pizzeria is that nonprofit. Yeah, pizzeria, it's like a it? nonprofit. It's yeah. a good cause to support. Yeah, Pizza World. I do like Pizza World and Pizza World's in, right. in uh, Ohio City. Mm-hmm. Pizza Two and Six, one of the better ones mm-hmm. for sure. Ridgewood here. Kitchen and Spirits in Concord. I don't even know. I think what that's that out is. east too. Cynados, Italian family eatery, love their pizza. Pizza's good. Good fan. Big fan of that. Other, Salted. Their 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 actual Italian food is. Is whatever, but I like their pizza. Their pizza's sure. good. Yeah. Everything else, yeah, I get we'll that. Leave it at that. Salted dough in Broadview Heights. I've heard of them. Sauced wood-fired pizza in Fairview Park. I'm yep. a big fan. Sauced good. is good. They're pretty solid. Sauce tap room and kitchen in Lakewood. Never had their pizza. I've had it. It's, ve- it's weird. It's weird pizza. That's the only way I would describe it. Hmm. Sauce the city. Don't even know what that is. Pizza Express in Cleveland. Uh, Saucy Brew Works. I like their pizza. Yep. Cerna's. In Chagrin Falls, Sloppy Not Bob's in Parma. Any anything that's Sloppy Bob's, I, mean, I don't I know what that that's is. That's a pizza it's place. In Parma, apparently. I don't know. I know Fat Bob's in Brunswick. Mm-hmm. That's right by my brother's house. Yeah. I told you this was a big list. Yeah. Uh, Southern Bob's. Tier Brewing Company. I've, I've never, never been there yet. I need to go there. I've been there. Went, like, never had their ago. pizza. I can't believe I've never been there yet. It's very good. It is. Yeah. I mean, I like their beer. Tavern of Little Italy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. Teams with a Z restaurant and bar in Middleburg yeah, Heights. Yeah, that's him. I've been there. That used to be the old. Uh, was it Rat Razzles? Was it or Rivals? Yeah, I, don't I don't remember. Know. That would sound. Huh. Yeah, it's there, been like it's been like four or five places. Uh, I believe it's on Smith Road. Changing it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eastland Road. Eastland Road. That's it. Um, Thirsty Dog East Bank. Okay, didn't know they had pizza. Tony K's Bar and Grill. Why does that ring a bell? Yeah. Oh, we've that's been on, there. That's on Bagley. We yeah. went I, um, there with my cousin one yeah. time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never had their pizza. I know uh, the, the owner's son. Oh, oh really? Friends with him. Yeah, yeah. Look at that. Great guy. Shout out, Tony, if you're listening. Wild Eagle Saloon. Yep. Oh, Both locations. Phenomenal. Uh, the Wild Goose in Willoughby. Mm. Uh, and Zeppies. Zeppies, yeah. That's, a, that's, that's like a, just a chain almost. Yeah, but a local like, chain, right? Yeah. yeah, it's like Master. Yeah. So... Um, <laughs> By the way, no Il Rioni. I'll say this: Yeah, no, none of the. I mean, no they don't have Harlow's, any reason to be no on. Il they don't need a reason to be more no. busy. Right, exactly. Um, yeah, so I'll say this right now: If you're gluten free, you're out of luck because they all are upcharging gluten free pizzas. So yeah, but anyways, eh, it, I think this is the same problem that Taco Week has. Didn't even feature the best taco places, you yeah. know. It's whatever. I mean, I, well, you have to get partic- you have to get these places sure to participate, and some right. a lot a lot of the places that are already busy all the time. It doesn't make sense for them to Why discount would they need stuff. Need to discount mm-hmm. it and have the extra crowds. It yeah, doesn't yeah. make any sense. Yeah. Um, so yeah. yeah, so there's that. Um, Pizza week. I'll probably do it a couple times. Bef- yeah, I, I will for sure. Maybe like saucy. You know, that sounds like a good time. Just go there, get a pizza. All right. Final one. Indians massive script sign is being removed this week. Yep. The 80-foot iconic sign, which has been up for 27 years, is in the process of being removed. I guess they removed the eye today, and it's going to take like a whole week. At to least part of it, thing. yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, you don't really realize just how massive oh, that is. Yeah. Yeah. 
Due to the sign's massive size, its final destination will be is unknown at the time. Yeah. But for Instead now, of putting it in storage. For now, the company that built it, Brilliant Electric, will be storing it at their facility. And I, I it sounds like but one of the – Dolan kind of hinted in the article I read that it might be put on display in some part of town. That's kind of what the hint was. but Because, like, you can't put it in a museum. It's too big. No, I understand that. Yeah. Well, that was, yeah, he, that was a suggestion. He just said. auction off the pieces of it and donate yeah. the money to charity. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I'm sure, I'm sure they'll do something like, like that. Why would you like you're change? You changed the name because you deemed it to be insensitive to a group of people. Then why would you put it on display in the city? Well, let me. All right. All yeah, hold exactly. on, let me double double it's check. A, I don't want to. That'd be ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, I that wanna... sounds like. Then you might as well just leave it up at the stadium. Yeah. Oh, great! It's a subscriber. We'll just put it right outside the stadium. Story. Yeah. I wouldn't say I wouldn't want to quote Dolan as saying that's what's going to happen. He yeah. suggested I can't, that's yeah, not because I, I guess there is a Chief Wahoo sign that's on display in a museum right now that was up that was up for years and removed in like the '90s or something, and yeah. that's on display. But he was like, "This is 80 feet long. Like, you know, where are you going to put that in a museum? You can't. Like, yeah. it's too big." But, um, it's the size of most museums. Yeah, it's kind of it's a it's a it's a weird it's weird. That's, to, that, see to me, removed. it's not that hard. Just like there's there's a bunch of people that still want the the name oh, of the yeah. team to be Indians Absolutely. and want a piece of that history. Yeah, just auction it off piece by piece. Donate the donate the uh, um, the proceeds either to like some Native American group or or to what like the Indians charities or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just just do that. Just and, be, the just, and then just be done with it. Yeah. Agreed. No need to make no need to make it difficult. Yeah, no. I agree. And again, like you said, we don't know exactly what he no, said. No, and again, I'm not accused he didn't actually say that. That was just one of the things he suggested it could be. Yeah. Right. You know. Right. And he was probably just spitballing. Right. Right. But also you would think, like, you know that the sign's coming down, you should have a plan in place to publicly state yeah. what you're gonna do with it. Because it's Agreed. a hot button issue. Mm-hmm. As soon as as soon as they announced they were going to change the name, everybody started talking about that that sign above yeah. the scoreboard. Yeah. Everybody like, That's oh, true. what are they going to do with it? They're just going to take the I, the N, and the the I and the N off and put Gar well, yeah. on there. <laughs> I guess that could have worked. Yeah, I why not? Well, no, it's, it, well, it's different d- font. It's different font. Guardians. Yeah. Is gonna oh, be a that's font, true. So That's yeah, true. You're that's never going to be able to do that. That's true. Oh god, this true. this rebrand. Uh, we've we've talked it to death on the show, but yeah, yeah. But yeah right. I saw the, I saw the pictures. I retweeted it from our account. Um, the video of them taking it down. I think they took like the top half of the eye off or something today. Um, and then they're gonna like they said it's gonna take uh, several days for everything to come down. But I wonder if they're gonna replace it with guardians up there. Because I will say it's gonna look very weird if if they just don't put anything. Oh, I'm almost positive they will. I I don't know. I guess. Yeah. But. I just assumed that was going to be the thing. Yeah, but, I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, Progressive Field's supposed to get another major renovation overhaul in the next five years. So, um, with the renewing of the lease with the city. Mm-hmm. So, I think like $300 million or something is going into the stadium for renovations. Something like that. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. But, yeah. So. Cool. All right. Is that the catch up? Yes, sir. All right. Well. You guys want to uh, do the top five? Yeah, you guys want to. You guys want to talk about some jerseys? I'm down for snake that. draft. We big love fan. yeah snake draft. Big, so big fan. The of way we the way we've been doing it is, uh, Jimothy, you get to choose which one you want, and then Jordan and I will flip for the next draft position. So where do you want to draft? Uh, I'll go third. Mm, he wants the snake. 
Ooh. All right, Jordan, call it in the air. All right, tails. It is heads. All right. Um, I'll take two. You can go one. Okay, so I start. Mm-hmm. All right. <clears throat> Let me pull up my list. All right, with my number one draft pick, I'm going to go with my team, the Houston Rockets. Um, I am really excited about this design they did. It incorporates all the jerseys in their history, and the base of it is the pinstripe era, which is my always been one of my favorite eras. Uh, but instead of the rocket thing, the mm-hmm. cartoon rocket shark thing, they it just says Houston in the same script that the the red jerseys used to have. Mm-hmm. Overall, it's a jersey that's designed for Houston fans and Houston fans only. Well, that's um, how all of these. Well, are. yes, but like. I don't know how many people are going to like this one outside of Houston fans because of the pinstripes, but a lot of fans are going to like that from Houston. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with that. I'll say I don't dislike it, um, but uh, Jimmy, give me, give me your unbiased opinion. Do you remember when uh, LeVar Ball made that uh, basketball league? Yeah. Doesn't this look like a JBL-type jersey? What, what Houston? Yeah. I'll say I don't know if they should have put the pinstripes. I almost mm. wonder if it'll look better without the pinstripes. Does that make sense? Like, I think that may have been. Yeah. No, one. I think they, they if they were going to do, if they were going to do blue like that, I think they mm. needed to do it because it, otherwise. Yeah, otherwise it just. If this like, was just, if this was just like a solid blue with that Houston font, it would have looked <laughs> weird. But yeah. even if like the stripes were a darker, darker shade of blue, just so it was like kind of, you well, can the see the are, pattern. The stripes are white. I know, but I'm saying if you'd made the stripes like just dark blue, so it, oh, okay, I don't know, make it a little more it. subtle. Yeah, there actually, I should clarify. There's a lot of Houston Rockets fans that hate these jerseys. I, like I, I said, that I, hate, that I hate don't the, dislike them. I'm not hating yeah. on them. I'm just saying, no. like, if you if you if you were to look up uh, the Lavar Balls JBL uh, jerseys, mm-hmm. they kind of look like that. I'll look Interesting. It up. But what I'm saying is, I need to clarify. I'm high on these jerseys because mm-hmm. I love the pinstripe era. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of fans, especially older fans, that despise that era. Yeah. Like, they absolutely hate it. So I should clarify. I do think that the modern Rockets well, were they, fan is were they like Were they good in that era? Uh, they were good for about half of it. Like the first half the, when the, they still had the, like yeah, Clyde Drexler? Like and About three years after, they were contenders. Yeah. And the only reason why it sounds dumb. Hakeem played in those jerseys, yeah. right? A couple years. Yeah. The yeah. only re- this is again that was the ign- that, that was, was like a dumb the- statement to say, but the only reason why they didn't play the Bulls was because the Jazz beat them every time. I yeah. don't know why we couldn't get over the Jazz those years, but um, yeah. So that's my number one pick. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Well, we're gonna go. <laughs> we're gonna go Homer for the first two. Uh, my number one is the Cavs one. I love this <laughs> sharp jersey. Uh, jersey. I love the checkered uh, stripes. Uh, that's one of my. That's that's a piece of my favorite all-time Cavs jersey, which was the blue one in Le- the first era of LeBron, with the uh, with the checkered on the on the armpits, the the neck yeah, and the shorts. Yeah. And I love that Cavs that Cavs uh, logo. And also, I love the fact that they went to the brighter wine and gold color. Because the the Cavs uh, jerseys now is more of a darker wine, like almost like maroon, mm-hmm. which I don't like. I do not like the current Cavs jerseys. No, this like is a all. true like wine and gold, and I love that. <clears throat> yeah, and I do. they yeah, I on the picture that I have, they don't have the shorts posted, but they have like the uh, all the different like Cavs logos. So the one in the middle is the the oldest school logo, 
But on the side, they have my favorite Cavs logo, which was the basketball going through the the net from the 90s when they had those. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When they yeah, had yeah, those yeah. baby blue and black mm-hmm. jerseys. Um, so I love that. Those are on the shorts. I also love the ode, and you'll notice this on the court too, the ode to the 3-1 comeback against the Warriors yep. with the dots mm, down by that. the uh, size uh, patch. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That's on the court as well. So I love Very this cool. uniform. Okay. Cavs have had a lot of uniform and logo changes. I'm just realizing. Right yeah, now. and I hate it. I'm such a traditional. That's why I like. Yeah. That's why I love the Browns uniforms because they're the old school uniforms and they're yeah. they're simple. They're, they're, just, they're traditional. Yeah, they've always kept it. I'm right. very much a traditionalist when it comes to uniforms. I agree with you, Dan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the plainer the better, really. I like that. Too, and I yeah. will segue off of that statement with my number one overall pick being mm-hmm. OKC. Whoa! What? Oh, why? Right, you're gonna Very have to you're gonna, you're gonna have to explain. I don't this. know. There's gotta, because this is the one jersey I think that's been kind of like so made plain. fun of that since <laughs> since it's been released. I am such a simpleton. Oh, what is that? When, when like, it comes to design, and, it's just and white. <laughs> just white. It's like a nice silver. Reminds outline. me of uh, Doctor Freeze from Batman and Robin. That's yeah. right. Stay I cool. do think it's so sharp. Although I don't love the logo at the top. Was it Loves? Is that what that is? What brand is oh, that? Oh, that's the yeah, that's the, oh, uh, that's their ad. Yeah, their but ad. it's a it's a dumb ad. Yeah, stupid. Well, Looks they, bad. They, they, they like were, some some teams incorporate. They were willing to decently. write the biggest check. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Basketball. I like white socks. I like white shoes. There's just something like crisp and clean. But like either like solid white or solid black. Like Jimmy's, a, a, Jimmy's black. a big fan of white. Wow. What can we say? Wow. <laughs> I think it's just a clean look. Wow. It's like a winter, wow. winter white. You know, I'm going to be honest, Jimmy. I think that's a bad take. But you know what? It's all subjective. Hey, you know what that means? That he didn't steal one of yours. That's true. That's right. That is but he gets to go again, so he has oh, a chance. That's right. Next up, uh, I'm going to pick Chicago. Okay. Yes. I love the script. I love the script. My Script's issue my with favorite. the Chicago one is the red seems too bright, and mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on with the sides. But I do love the Chicago script, no doubt, no doubt. I'd be more mad if it was darker red, if it was like really? a, like a yeah. I like this this shade of red. Okay. I think it pops. Okay. I like the script. I like the number. Nice little color block there. The trim I'm not in love with, but I don't know. It just looks very classic. I think I'm sold on the script. Okay. So Fair there's enough. my one and two, even though number one was not very popular. But, you know, that's right. It's all subjective. Uh, as long as you don't pick Miami. Oh, Miami's atrocious this year. <laughs> that's, that's Usually the they, they have the best ones. But yeah. anyways. Dang, yeah. that sucks. That's how it's going. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Oh, boy. I'm stuck between two, and I'm having my normal dilemma of I, I, I don't know who to pick because I don't want to get stolen. <sighs> Mm. Give me. Oh man, so hard. I'm trying to think of the one that Jordan wouldn't pick because he has the next. Because he has the next two after me. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna stick. Okay, I'm gonna stick with the script vibe, and I'm gonna go with the okay. Clippers jersey. Yeah, yeah, those are clean. Those I, are, I, I, I I've, I've said yeah, I've said this on the podcast before. One of my favorite colors for jerseys is that baby blue, the powder blue or baby blue. The the San Diego, or, well, Los Angeles Chargers have it now, and they have the best uniforms when they use those in the NFL. And I also think the North Carolina Tar Heels, whether it be basketball or football, have the best uh, uniform combinations mm-hmm. uh, in college sports. I think I agree. So I'm gonna go with Clippers. Okay. And I do right. like I do like the orange trim on the on the stripes. 
Yeah, I just definitely, I, I, I definitely like the Clippers when they had the the script as yeah. opposed to what they have now. All right, let's see if Jordan's going to steal. Let's see if All I right, played so I this have, right. I have two. You have the next two. Yeah. All right, so for me, number two, anyone who knows me <coughs> knows I'm going to pick this. Toronto Raptors. Mm-hmm. I don't get why they went with those colors, but it works. And yeah. the I fact like the that they put the dinosaur back mm-hmm. on the jersey That's is the selling all point. I needed to mm-hmm. see. So yeah, I agree. I saw the, the Velociraptor, and we're good to go. Uh, and it's a cool color combo regardless. It's weird that it's not the usual purple, but I'll take it. And Toronto, you get the number two pick. All right, so then what? I'm I go again. You right? go again, and then I go, and then Jimmy twice. I know, I know you already commented about this. I don't care. I think the New Orleans jerseys are clean, and I'm gonna pick them for number three. Yeah, I don't mind what is? It's, just, it's like not different. What's different? About, I don't really think there's anything different. Is it the rainbow? Uh, oh, I, never, I just realized that it could right be the there. trim. Yeah. Yeah, because it doesn't look any different. I think the other the the old jerseys, the trim's just like navy blue. Yeah, the trim might be different, but uh, either way, solid. Love the I absolutely love the font, mm-hmm. and I just think they're super clean. I've been appreciating the white font jerseys. Is, the more font lately. is very um, very kin to that city. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that elaborate like I don't even know what the term is, whatever mm-hmm. font that is. But yeah, those two and three for me. All right, I go again. This is my third pick. All right, I guess I got to take this because I don't want it to get stolen. I'm gonna go with the Atlanta Hawks. No, hey. no, I was not gonna pick that. That's a good one. Oh, then why you go? Oh no, yeah. oh you don't like I it? Think, no, 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 Mm-mm. really. See no, this. No. This takes that me. Bird's so distracting. This <laughs> takes me back to the. Uh, <laughs> it's too much. It's so, <laughs> distracting. so distracting. Everything's so condensed. There's no spill. Be careful who you're sitting next to. You're talking bad about birds. Be careful. Oh, that's I mean, right. Don't don't peck at me. It's not a real bird. (laughs) Don't peck peck at me. Maybe if he had his uh, Halloween mask on. Yeah, my bird, my crow. You were a bird. I was a crow. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um. This takes me back to. It's like memories for me. It takes me back to watching the Atlanta Hawks go up against Michael Jordan in the playoffs uh, with Mookie Blaylock with that bird logo, and I like the yellow with the red. I always think that's it. Maybe it's because the Cavs do that, but. Yellow, black, and red is a really cool color scheme for me. Um, so, yeah. And uh, up until the Hawks, their most recent uniform combinations are really good. But ever since they changed from this bird logo, they were horrible up until this last. Yeah, like they started putting like neon green in their in their uniforms, which is like neon green with like bright red. Like that's mm-hmm. the stupidest right. thing ever. Right, mm-hmm. right. But I just – I also – for whatever reason, I like – I'm not the biggest fan of white jerseys in basketball for whatever reason. What's fair? So, so the yellow I always like because it's almost like the closest thing that you can have to a white jersey, but it has mm-hmm. some color. Um, so yeah, that's my third pick. To harp on my OKC pick, it reminds me of like Oregon's, Oregon's, whatever. Their football um, yeah. uniforms, yeah. like the all white oh, with like they the metal, yeah. the, the silver. When they do the, the stormtrooper look, okay. I think it looks so cool. Yeah. So clean. But anyways, we'll you're allowed that. to have that. Opinion. Very rarely does. I'm not like, going to keep trying to prove like, myself. I, I I talk about how I like um like less is more with jerseys, but mm-hmm. Oregon's like the exception. Very rarely do they have a bad they always do such jersey a design, job. and it's yeah. and it's also Never. because they have like they pretty much have like the best colors. Like that yeah. that green yeah. is like the is like so for me it's it's close it's close to like the powder blue for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally agree. All right, so, so I'm up. Jimmy's got two, two in a row. Two in a row, huh? Um, I know this doesn't look much different. Maybe it's – I'd have to look at the old one, but uh, Phoenix. 
I pretty that's the exact same one. It's the exact same. same? One. But you know what? It's a good one either way. Yeah, like, it is the, good. The digi block is that not different at all? Like I know that's uh, the oh, same, it, but it like might, is, is the texture, might be. the texture? A it might different? be. Yeah, the digital, the di- yeah, the digitized. It. it might yeah. be different. I think it's you digitized. might be right because I know they had that same whatever kind of design, but I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, I'd be curious to see, but I love the black and purple. I think that's just such a good duo. Mm-hmm. The yeah, the digi. The valley design. is a cool nickname. The valley. No, I'll be Great. honest. I don't think anything's different. The only thing I see in some is it digitized. No, the only thing I see. Yeah, it's digitized. The only thing I see in some is maybe there's a black lining as opposed to purple. Mm. But I'm pretty sure it's the exact same thing. Mm. Interesting. Well, yeah. Either way, it's a a really cool jersey. Don't fix what ain't broke. I guess. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So I got OKC. I this have is Phoenix. This is, this is where I'm getting nervous because in Chicago, because I don't think there's very many good ones left. Uh-oh. Mm, I'm gonna go throwback. Uh oh. No, it's so ugly. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I hate it. Man, this is getting tough. All right, you know what? No, 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 no. Nets. Okay. No, seriously? Yeah, that was that was Get up there for me too. Very old school. Reminds me of Jason Kidd back uh, in. That's exactly prime. why. That's that exactly ne- why I picked. Very that. early 2000s, that late font, 90s, yeah. right? That Nets font. Yep, the, yep. the the dark blue with the red and white trim. It's beautiful. Okay. Well. Enough said. Love it. All right. So I go again. Mm-hmm. I have one. So this is my fourth round pick. Uh, and then Jordan, you go twice. Then yeah. I go once. Then Jimmy goes once, and it's over. All right, that's another one because Jordan has two. I have to pick. I have to. Mm. I have to. Stri- I have to uh, be strategic. Yeah, strategery. Ah, uh, boy, I could pick one that I mm, that I really want to that I don't think Jordan's gonna pick, but uh, I always do this. And there's another one that I legitimately like, but out of spite, I'm not going to pick it. <laughs> I wonder which one. Hmm. Let me go with uh, the T Wolves. Ah, oh, oh, man, that's I a hate good one. both of you guys so much. That's Why? I had T Wolves oh, and Brooklyn Nets as it's my you. last two. It's you. That, usually, it's me that gets stuff stolen because I don't know how to strategize. I love the Wolves. Oh man, love their sucks. logo. Love oh that, yeah, that, that font, font is incredible. Font is that's perfect. the it's the, that's like the KG jersey basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's how I knew. Yeah. That's. See, when I think of KG, I think of that. Yeah. You know? Well, I think of that with the font and stuff, but the black one. Yeah, yeah. exactly. The black one with the trees going on the stripes is mm-hmm. awesome. I remember my first memory of playing anything basketball, like video game-wise, was Nintendo 64, uh, some NBA game. And I remember, like, before the game starts, it's like, you know, uh, sp- not sponsored, but NBA, and it shows all mm-hmm. the logos for every team. And that was yeah. by far my favorite logo. Oh, it was yeah. Timberwolves. Yeah. First thing I remember, and that's all KG I also as. had one of the greatest nicknames, the Big Ticket. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. before he was drafted, not a single soul went to a Minnesota Timberwolves fan. And <laughs> mm-hmm. then he got there, and they were ju- they would Everyone, just sell out games. Yeah. Yeah. So they called him the Big Ticket. They also went pretty far a couple times. Yeah. Him and uh, Stefan Marbury, Latrell Sprewell. Mm-hmm. How about that? How about that? All right. All right. Jordan's got two, and then well, me and Jimmy finish it out. I no longer had two or have my two. So <laughs> I'm going to go with, for number four, Detroit. Uh, um, I've always a been one. a fan of their fonts and just their jerseys in general. I like. I don't know why. They're kind of basic, but I like them. 
Um, and I like the red alternate. Jordan's a basic bitch. Yeah. Uh, oh, boy. Um, for number uh-huh. five. Oh, boy. Oh, gosh. There it is. Oh, I God. need to can that and put that on the soundboard. You board. said it earlier, and I was like, I'll wait till he says it again. Yikes. Perfect. Um, I'm going to go with the Bucks for the last one. Really? I think, I think they're new. They're Jordan new just seems so defeated right now. Yeah, because I was really <laughs> excited about Timberwolves and uh, what was the other one? I already forgot. That, the, Nets. the Nets. Yeah, I was super excited about that. But I'll go with the Bucks. It's a good jersey. It's clean. It doesn't look that much different than what they've been putting out lately. But it's a good look. Yeah. Surprised they didn't okay. go with something gold or something since they won. But whatever. All right. Have at it. All right. My last one. Hmm. Give me, give me Portland for my last one. Rip City. I love that nickname um, for a city. Uh, Again, I'm very much a purist when it comes to jerseys, and this is a very simple look. Well, that's our old. um, uh, Yeah, it's got a little too, right? Yeah, it's got a little bit like with the one the one side being red, the other side being black, which is interesting. But um, yeah, I love that that font. Uh, I love the black with the red. That's a another iconic uh, color combo. So yeah. that is mine. That's my fifth. So Jimmy's got Mr. Irrelevant. <laughs> I'll finish with the not-so-irrelevant Lakers. Oy. What? Yeah. Why? Oh, I love on. purple. Come love on. the purple. Yeah, but that that looks bad. I was going to go Sacramento. Purple with, did the purple purple with light thing. blue? I, yeah, uh, love it. I figured you'd go with Sacktown. I mean, Sacktown at least that looks clean. Like the Lakers, purple obviously is normal, but the light blue looks awful. Just give oh me very goodness. vintage looks with the the two stars. What the, does the two the stars trim? even mean? They had that on their jerseys for like a season oh. way back when. Mm-hmm. Like I get it. Like if if that's like for championships, but they don't. Yeah, they have way more than that. <laughs> well, stars, I, baby. well, even like like in soccer, like they do stars yeah. for every ten. Mm-hmm. They don't have twenty championships yeah i'm not really sure what the stars signify Mm. whatever i don't know but yeah boy um real quick before we end uh what is your most hated jersey on this oh and we'll tweet this out by the way i'm gonna Um, go so you guys can see it i'm gonna go first and jimmy i promise i'm not trying to be an ass okay see that okay his number one pick (laughs) that is awful no you could have got um this is this is where strategy comes into these drafts now which i I love the fact that you could have gotten that with the last pick yeah Right. Jordan was well, you didn't know, but I I, I already knew Jordan was never going to pick that and I probably wouldn't have either. Yeah, it's just not a good look. But yeah, you could have it, it's about it's about draft value and you reached real high. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's like Just a reach. For that's like time. when that's like when when like some stupid organization takes a guy like 8th overall when somebody's like, "Oh, I wouldn't have taken him in the 4th round." Yeah. So Yeah, whatever. So, what's your most hated one? The one that you dislike the most? Uh, Dallas. Really? Yeah, I hate. Yeah, that logo. that's just weird. I can't even read it. It is a dumb logo. The green, sure. the, the green is weird. Yeah, like not the bad. color. It looks blocky. Like how they, yeah, how they like des- the design of the green is mm-hmm. weird. I don't mind the colors. I just hate the design. Hate the Dallas script. Yeah, that that script is pretty weird. Yeah, I agree. The colors it's don't so condensed. Me. You can't yeah. even read it. Uh, my most hated is Miami. Oh, that's that that's one's hideous. They, they just copied what the Cavs did last which, year. That was hideous, too. which was horrible. Yeah. And again, it's me being a purist with jerseys. I I don't like like every single letter being a different font. Like I get it. Like maybe it has symbolism, whatever. Like with different jerseys that they've had, 
but that's just the no, it looks, looks terrible. Awful. It looks like a child drew. And the one <laughs> and the one that I do like that I wasn't going to pick out of spite is the Warriors. Yeah, it's a clean look. I like the the thunderbolt on the sides. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't necessarily like that logo in the middle with the number being inside the circle, but whatever. That's I was fair. gonna pick New York. New York I, is not bad as well. You yeah. like it? That's not oh, bad. you're gonna pick it as the worst? Yeah. Oh, I don't think it's that bad at all. Mm, I don't like the what black I, and orange. Yeah, I I love uh the Knicks blue with their orange. Yeah. So agreed. taking the blue away and making it black is just like yeah, so that's doesn't true. do it for me. Paces is pretty hideous too. Yeah. I hate, yeah, always hated oh, that. That design. looks like a rec league jersey. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that is the top five. Let us know who you think uh, had the best five. We'll post the picture and then uh, maybe we'll post uh, the um, everybody's picks. So we're waiting for Ryan to get back for him to. He's the one that always did that. So, by the way, good luck to Ryan and the Benny Bengals this weekend as they play. I believe it's I believe it's Riverside. I don't know where they're playing. I have to look that up, but. Uh, they play, I think, on Friday night. So good luck to them uh, in the Ohio High School football playoffs. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, shall we get into whatever the hell that was today regarding the Browns and Odell and his dad and uh, LeBron tweeting from the clouds? Like, what the hell happened today? Mm-hmm. Shall we talk? Let's talk about it. What did you guys think? Because I have my thoughts. Mm-hmm. Jordan, you can go if you'd like. Uh, I mean, I I don't like when family or parents or friends get involved with professional athletes' yeah. public image because who knows if Baker wanted the or Baker if who knows if Odell like I know he's done dramatic things in the past, but I he seems to have been pretty quiet in recent months. You know, trying not to be like that and. This brings him in. Whether or not he was okay with it, I don't know. I just never like when a parent does things like this. If they want to support their son or whatever, I'm not even saying that what the dad said was all wrong. He has a point that he's injured. I get that. But, like, okay, like, why are you stirring the pot right now? It just seems weird. I don't like it. Especially today. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. On the trade deadline. Yeah. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah, I, th- I agree with Jordan to kind of uh, bounce off that. I think it's, like, pathetic when your family members have to chime in. And I, 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 you can't control what they say or maybe, you know, he might have said something like, yeah, go for it, Pops. Totally encourage that. Oh, this is, I mean, yeah. Green light, please post it. I think it's here's pathetic. The, here, Keep yeah. that shit under here's wraps. The, Nobody cares. Here's the thing. He was going throughout the entire day. He posted that video, mm-hmm. and then he was in people's comments on Instagram all day yeah. so it's not like odell didn't know about this oh he definitely so knew about if it. odell didn't know about this and then that started uh coming out he had ample time and ample opportunity to shut it down be like dad stop doing this this isn't helpful yeah but he didn't mm-hmm. and then i also don't think that the lebron tweet was oh, a coincidence yeah, was, either because yeah. they are very good friends mm-hmm. and this really throws a wrench into me being good with LeBron being a quote-unquote Browns fan because he's saying free – he said hashtag free Odell. Free him from what? Right. What, is he in prison being Mm -hmm. in Cleveland? I mean – I thought it was a very weird and unnecessary tweet. Right. That's why – I I bet you – I I can – listen, I'm speculating, but I can guarantee you – he was either talking about talking to OBJ like, "Hey, tough game. How you doing? Whatever, mm-hmm. blah blah blah." OBJ voices some frustrations, and 
LeBron sees OBJ's dad doing his thing, and then he just decides to tweet whatever. He's not gonna he's not gonna tweet something about Odell because because if if the if the roles were reversed and let's say you know LeBron and the Lakers was not working out uh, they they weren't putting a team around him and you know he he wasn't winning and you know that sort of stuff if like Odell put out a tweet saying like free LeBron like he's gonna show you that he's the best or whatever. You don't think if LeBron didn't like green light that, you don't you don't think LeBron would be pissed? LeBron sees and hears everything. Right. Mm-hmm. And he's very keen to everything being put out there about him in regards to his legacy. So there's no way LeBron put that out there without without knowing that like Odell was frustrated or mm-hmm. Odell's like, Man, I, I really want to just like explode, but I can't because of the way that the media will Basically, him. basically roast him. Yeah. yeah. No, I totally agree. So I don't think Odell explicitly like texted LeBron saying like, "You sh- you need to tweet like free OBJ." But <laughs> right, I think like he talked with with OBJ like over the last couple of days, and OBJ, like I get it, he's frustrated. Like I- I'm not saying like Odell's wrong to be upset, but I don't know the whole, and then the whole dad thing is like. I can understand a parent maybe doing that if it's like a, like a college player, like the guy, like the guy, like if if the kid is still a kid, OBJ's twenty nine, thirty years old. Like, tell your dad a who has who has like who, yeah who has like twenty million Instagram followers yeah. and whatever. Like, mm-hmm. what is I, I don't know. It's it, it's only gonna well it's only gonna create problems, and I think that was their aim. I think mm-hmm. they were gonna try and do their best to try and get him traded today by causing this firestorm mm-hmm. and. I credit the Browns for sticking to their guns and not trading him because it would have sent a bad precedent for the organization in the future to where, like, if you're upset about not playing or not getting the ball or whatever, you can just have a bunch of people stir things up on social media and get out of there. Yeah. Ultimately Ultimately, for this season, it might end up hurting them in the end because we're at the point of no return for OBJ. Like... Him and Baker in this offense, it's just not going to work. I tried to talk myself and everybody that listens to the show into the fact that they can get it to work, they can get it to work. It's just not going to work. If you look at Baker and this offense, when Baker plays well and this offense is humming, OBJ's not on the field. Mm -hmm. OBJ's rookie year, he wasn't on the team. Baker set an NFL record for touchdown passes for a rookie. They traded for him. Baker had Baker played all the games in 2019 with Freddie Kitchens. OBJ played every game. OBJ had a thousand yards receiving that year, but the Browns were terrible, and Baker had his worst year. Last year, <clears throat> first five or six games, Baker was struggling a little bit. The offense was struggling. New coach, new system, whatever. OBJ gets hurt in the Bengals game. Baker throws five touchdowns in that game, including the game winner Donovan Peoples Jones, takes off and is one of the the five best quarterbacks in the NFL for that second half of the season last year. This year, first two games, Baker looks great up until he gets hurt against Houston. And then OBJ comes back in week three. Hasn't looked the same since. I mean, the injury is obviously part of that, but, Mm -hmm. you know, OBJ's dropped a bunch of passes this year. They're not looking towards him. (sighs) Jarvis has been hurt. Jarvis, if you listen to the postgame show, for me, Jarvis lost the Browns the game this week. 
with his two drops in the fourth quarter and his fumble in the fourth quarter. Um, it's just not going to work. It's there. It's a big enough sample size now where you can say that it's just, it's just not going to work. So I applaud the Browns for not giving in to a player, but tomorrow when they, cause they were, they were off today. There was no players in the facility. So this is going on. And like the players, like they're not seeing each other in person tomorrow morning, OBJ and Baker are going to see each other. So Kevin Stefanski needs to get them in a room and just be like, look, trade deadlines passed. We got to figure out a way to make it work this year. Mm-hmm. In the offseason, you can do what you want with OBJ. But for the rest of the season, they're still like they haven't had the start of the season that they want to. A lot of that's because of injuries. Baker hasn't been good. Um, OBJ hasn't been good. They have injuries all over the place, but they're still four and four. They're only a game out. They're a game and a half out of the division lead. And, you know, Kansas City is also four and four. The Chargers look like gangbusters when they beat us. They're now four and three. Um, the Bengals, they throttled the Ravens and then they lost to the Jets the other day. They're uh, five and three. So everything is still right there. Mm-hmm. They just have to get their arms around this, this tension and this drama and try and figure it out, and it's up to Kevin Stefanski to manage these players and get it to work. I thought it was hilarious when <clears throat> on Sunday when Baker got decked into the sidelines, which was a dirty-ass hit by Joe Hayden. Mm-hmm. It was a late hit. Didn't get flagged. It was garbage. But that was when Baker got up and, you know, punched the air, like, towards the crowd. <laughs> Did you see how he almost decked OBJ right in the head mm-hmm. with that punch? Yeah. OBJ just kind of went, like, and got out of the way of it. <laughs> but... It's it's not good right now. The vibes are anything but immaculate. No, right now feels like we're zero and eight. It does, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. But it's like if we beat the Bengals on Sunday, everything is still in front of us. Yeah, especially if it's a commanding victory. You know, it's yeah, any victory at all. I just need a damn. Trim. I just need a damn win. Yeah, and Baker Baker always plays well against the Bengals. So hopefully, and then after that, hopefully we get Kareem Hunt back. Peoples Jones yeah. gets back. You know. We'll see, but wouldn't it, it wouldn't it be interesting? Is if all this happened today, and then like the Browns come out, and like OBJ is 150 yards and two touchdowns, and the Browns beat the Bengals by like 20 points. Yeah, It'd be hilarious. I hope. It'd be incredibly frustrating because it'd be like, where the hell has it been all year? Yeah, exactly. I I, I think we're just gonna see more of the same. Like OBJ is just gonna go out there, run routes, not get the ball thrown to him, and. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely gonna be interesting tomorrow to. Uh, uh, to hear what the players and the coach says uh, during media availability, because got to hash it out. Yeah, first thing in the morning, they got to get in the room and they got to. It's like uh, what is it? Uh, uh, what's the Seinfeld thing? Uh, the Festivus, the airing of grievances. Yeah, I got a lot of problems with you people. Yeah, the airing. <laughs> they got to. They got to get in the room and have the airing of grievances tomorrow because. <laughs> Because then if you don't address it, it just sits there, it festers, and then yeah. you know how it is with like a friend like that you have an issue with and you see him and Drama you just kinda builds. like you just kinda like look at him and you don't say a word to him and like you're pissed and people see that you're pissed and then you know, teammates okay and then the locker room starts to fracture. Mm-hmm. And God, we don't want that. Nope. So Yeah, I I'm not putting the blame on anybody. I'm just saying it's just not working. Bottom line. Just not working. No, right. it's not working. Can it be salvageable? We'll find out. We'll see what Kevin Stefanski can can do with these personalities. But 
These are two guys with large personalities. So mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. It's interesting because you can blame both parties. 100%. Odell's open a lot 100%. of the time. I'm the Baker bigot. doesn't give him the ball. Odell's open. Baker yeah. throws it to him. Drops it. Drops it. It's but like, okay, I, like what are we doing here? Yeah, I'm. me and Ryan are huge <laughs> Baker defenders, but you're exactly right. I mean, you can't absolve Baker of everything in this. He's he's had his issues this year. There's mm-hmm. no um, – so I, I don't know. I don't know where they go from here. It's up to Stefanski to figure this out. Just so. gotta pray that Odell can thrive the rest of the season. Yeah, and it's gonna be it's gonna be great, interesting too but. because, like, when we talk about these two guys meeting, it just seems like, like if they get into that meeting, Baker's just gonna be the guy that puts on the table. He's like, dude, what the hell? And it's like, like gonna want to get it out in the open. And Odell just seems like the kind of guy that would just like sit there and not say anything. Yeah, it's like, like it just seems like they're aggressive yeah. jabs. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And that's not, not to say like again, not blaming Odell in any way. Um, but I don't know. Well, I've been hearing the past, I guess, I don't know, 12 hours. <laughs> Everybody's been bringing up, uh, Odell was doing this to Eli on his way out the door. hundred percent. Giants. Yeah. Throwing him under the bus. Yeah. There's a tweet from Ross Tucker, who's an NFL, uh, uh, media personality. And he, he checked off the boxes. He's like, Odell's doing this this time. Did this in New York. Yep. This in New York. Yep. This in New York. Yep. This in New York. So seems to be a pattern with him. Mm-hmm. And he's just like any other diva receiver. When he doesn't get the ball, he pouts. Yeah. So it's what it, it's it's what we signed up for when we traded for him. So mm-hmm. if he if, if we're winning and <clears throat> and he's getting the ball, happy camper. But if even if he's not getting the ball as much as he would want, if we're winning, you'd never see this. Like if the Browns would have won on Sunday, you never would have seen it. No. Definitely not. But the fact that they lost and they're lo- the Browns have lost 3 out of 4. Tensions are rising. Odell even said this uh, before the season started. He's like, he's like, yeah, I know I'm probably not going to get the the targets that I want, but if we're winning, I'm cool because mm-hmm. team success is number one. Yeah. But the problem is, and a lot of these receivers is, they think they're the best player on the field. So if you're not winning and they're not getting the ball, they correlate the two. Like mm-hmm. they're like, okay, well, give me the ball and we'll win. So uh, it's tough. It's tough, and then you got Twitter. You got uh, media members on Twitter like posting clips of film, saying, "Oh, if Baker would have just looked over here, he would have had a guaranteed touchdown." Or, you know, while he's about to get decked and he's throwing the ball to the other side of the field, it's just yeah. like like you got like they don't you don't know what goes into everything on the play tape. Like they always say, tape doesn't lie. But when you're looking at something over the top, like they were talking about the the Jarvis fumble. So the Jarvis fumble, Baker, it's his first read. So he gets the snap, and he immediately looks to his left to Jarvis because it was a quick slant. So Jarvis, quick slant, he throws him the ball. Jarvis was open, throw him the ball, and he fumbled. While on the other side of the field, one of our tight ends, Harrison Bryant, opens up free, and if Baker wasn't looking at Jarvis, they just go, oh, Harrison Bryant's wide open. Why did he miss him? Well, he didn't miss him because his first read was to Jarvis Landry, so he gets a snap. He looks at Landry. Landry's open. You fire the ball to him. Landry caught it. It was a completion. It's not Baker's fault that he fumbled. Mm-hmm. But people are just like, well, Harrison Bryant's wide open. You got to throw him the ball. Or the the Austin Hooper drop that, that's been going, like, has been crazy on social media where it goes literally through his hands. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it was a high throw by Baker. Well, they, uh, they uh, just conveniently forget the fact that one of Pittsburgh's defensive linemen is bearing down on Baker with his arms up. 
So if Baker throws that lower, that either gets picked or batted down by the by the Pittsburgh defender. Mm-hmm. He had to throw it up a little bit high. The ball literally Which goes still went through his hands. <laughs> through not like not like the Grazed. tips of his fingers. Yeah. The ball went in between his index finger and his thumb on both. Mm-hmm. Just went right through his hands. Oh, because he had to jump a little bit. It's a bad throw. It's, yeah. Again, it's not Baker's fault that Austin Hooper's the least athletic tight end in the history of the NFL. Mm-hmm. The dude catches the ball and he falls to the ground. Yeah. Every time. So, yeah, it's that's frustrating. But again, Baker hasn't been good. He's missed stuff. But we don't need to be like over critical of this stuff like yeah baker needs to be better we all know that but just singling out those couple plays and saying like blah blah blah, like you don't understand exactly what's going on to understand why things happen the way they do Mm -hmm. like a guy's open on the right side of the field but if you're you can't see the whole field like he he gets the snap his first read is jarvis he looks to the left jarvis open throw the ball like that's instinct Mm mm-hmm like it's not like oh, and it's always in rhythm too. So if Jarvis is if his route is a quick slant, you get the ball. It's timing. So you get the ball, throw it. He's on the slant. If you would have waited two seconds to look over to the side and then come back to him, you wouldn't have had him. So, yeah. But, I know. And the other thing is, people say, uh, well, obviously, people, tons of people think Baker's not the guy. But I also saw like, oh. Keenum targeted Odell was it six oh, times God. or something the week before Keenum's in there we don't risk Baker getting injured yeah and, it's a different story and, and Odell like, dropped two balls yeah they're 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 the big one of the biggest gripes with Baker right now is the fact that he's not pushing the ball down the field yeah Case Keenum can't throw the ball farther than 15 yards down the field so what, <clears> what do you expect like oh we won we beat the Broncos when Keenum was in there yeah Case Keenum threw for less than 200 yards and threw for one touchdown mm-hmm like <laughs> Baker would have done that. People would have said, "Oh yeah, we won, but we should have won by two touchdowns if Baker would have played better." Mm-hmm. It's just some people you just can't. It seems like it's fifty-fifty here in Cleveland with Baker. Yeah, you just and yeah. I, would actually, you agree? Maybe more, maybe less. I think if you actually go to a game, there's way more pro Baker than yeah. Well, of course. Not. I think at a game. It's just it's just like you listen to the radio and that's yeah. They like to talk. I'm gonna sneeze. You go on social media, it seems like it's 50-50 about Baker. You go to a game, yeah. of course, diehard Browns fans are going to root yeah. whoever. Yeah, yeah. You go on social media, it's, I don't know, it's a shit show usually, but listen to radio, kind of a shit show. The problem is, views, yeah, the problem, controversy. Is a, the problem is with Baker is like, like if you don't like, like, like I'm not going to force you to like Baker. If you don't like Baker, fine. Give me a solution then. Who are you going to replace him with? Yeah, are you going to trade, De- trade for Deshaun Watson? Yeah. No. No. There's nobody in the draft this year, as far as quarterbacks go. Don't you want Aaron Rodgers, Dan? <laughs> I can tell you he probably doesn't want Cleveland. Well, yeah. I mean, Green Bay is pro- – Cleveland is probably – the one place that uh, a climate upgrade would be in Cleveland would be Green Bay. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, if you're going from Green Bay to Cleveland, it's the one place going to Cleveland is a climate upgrade. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I – I don't know. If you, if if Aaron Rodgers, if you could guarantee me guarantee me Aaron Rodgers would be like Tom Brady and that he would be 44 and still putting up MVP numbers, yeah, I'd probably trade for Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. But Aaron Rodgers, I think, is going to be 38. So, like, I don't know. You're kind of doing – You want to sell out for one season? 
Yeah, one or two maybe, but you're probably going to have to give up three first-round picks to get Aaron Rodgers. I mean, you willing to give up three first-round picks to get three years of Aaron Rodgers? I mean, if you could guarantee me a Super Bowl, uh, of course, yeah. yes, I'm going to take it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I don't know. One other thing I, I wanted to get into before uh, we touch on the Cavs before we, we finish up. What did you guys think of the Browns players showing up to the stadium in their Halloween costumes? Um... I don't know. I I don't really care. Just, you know, get the job done, I guess. I Yeah, well that's the I, point. I really don't give a shit. For me, they didn't get the job done. So. For me, for me that's the point. Of like course. if you're going to do that, you better win the freaking win. game. Yeah. Cuz to me, I'll I'll be honest with me. I saw that and I and I'm not singling out Miles because like 15 players did it. But it's like when I see that, I'm like, "Oh, that does that I don't feel good." More pressure. <laughs> well, what one? Well, what ha- The entire game, the Browns team just seemed like they lacked focus. So, like, so did they take an hour out of their pregame routine to get their Halloween costume ready? Like today, like what was like? And then Miles Miles Garrett again, not singling him out. I love Miles Garrett. Does he frustrate frustrate me at times? Yes, but love Miles Garrett. Wouldn't trade him for any other defensive player, really. <laughs> they lost, and he goes up to the the post-game press conference in his costume. Yeah, and some no, people tweeted ridiculous. and some people tweeted at me saying like, "Oh, uh he probably just didn't have any other clothes." Like, really? <laughs> you think that's You really think that's in? the only thing he came in was his Halloween costume? Like he, he didn't he doesn't have any clothes at the facility. That's all he has, huh? I, it was just frustrating. Absolutely frustrating. Ah, I don't know. Like Jarvis Landry shows up in his Halloween costume and he loses us the game in the fourth quarter by dropping two passes and fumbling the ball. That's a lack of focus. You not catching the football, all it is is a lack of focus. Mm-hmm. It's not talent deficiency. Like Jarvis is really good. On a normal day, Jarvis catches everything. He doesn't drop anything. He fights through everything. Like love Jarvis. He's a warrior. He's my probably one of my two favorite players on the team. But when you show up in that Halloween costume and then you make make critical errors at the end of the game to lose the game, like it's not a good look at all. Yeah, it's not saying that's the uh, root I just cause of, of a drop pass, but it's no. I it's just a lack of. I just didn't like it. I didn't think the team was focused going in. I think it's a bad look overall. They're way more more focused. Like five or six guys dressed up as the Jabberwockies. Yeah, if they win, this isn't a conversation. No, right. But we lost 100%. at home against an arguably worse. If we Steelers if we win and we beat the Steelers, time. it's a win against our rival. And it's a cool fun story. Like, hey, this team has fun. Like, whatever. But mm-hmm. you have to be able to get the job. You done. have to win. Yeah, you can't look like a moron and then go out there and lose. Mm-hmm. And then dress up as a moron again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wasn't but, a bad costume, but, uh, you know. No, it was, it was, it was a game. great costume. Yeah, just win the game. Go out there and win the game. But, yeah. But anyway, uh, on to some some lo- some more positive news. The Cavs. Cavs! How about the Cavs? How about them Cavaliers? Jordan. Four and four. Had a, had a three and two West Coast road trip. I guess the last game was last night in Charlotte. But uh, they look really good against Charlotte. Um. Yeah, I'm I'm pleasant, very pleasantly surprised on this team. And what's weird is I talked all off season about how the one thing we needed was wing players, and we didn't get any. Mm-hmm. But seven foot Laurie Markinen is playing the three for us this year, and he's actually doing a pretty good job, mm-hmm. which is crazy. I never thought that he could be like a three. Now, do I think he can? do this all season probably not but 
it's working right now, I guess. And uh, Evan Mobley's the real deal, man. I thought maybe that it would take a little bit of a time, a little bit of time for him to get acclimated to the NBA, just because like he's so young and his it's it's even though he's playing as well as he is, he still kind of looks like a baby deer out there. Mm-hmm. Like he definitely needs to put weight on. A few more pounds. That Zion weight. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know about that much weight, but he. I'll tell you what, man. He he looks like a young Chris Bosh. He really does, like a mm-hmm. young, more athletic Chris Bosh. Definitely more athletic. Yeah, he's like a. Not to say that he's going to be this good, because if if you're a combination of these two players, you're one of the greatest power forwards in NBA history. But he seems like a combination of like Chris Bosh, Kevin Garnett. Uh-oh. I see a little bit of that <coughs> in his game. The de- like like Kevin Garnett defensively, Chris Bosh on Chris young Chris Bosh on offense. When Chris Bosh got to the Heat, he was basically just like a like a like a three point spot up three point shooter. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's I mean he's his bounce is incredible. Um, some of the blocks he's had already were insane. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's he's been great. I think Jared Allen's been great. Uh, that contract we signed him to is gonna, I think is going to look like a steal. It's a lot of money, hundred million dollars. But I mean, if he if he keeps putting up twenty five and sixteen like he did last night, worth it. Yeah, hundred percent. I love Darius Garland. I think he's going to be great as he continues to mature and develop. The only I like Colin Sexton. I just don't exactly know where he fits because it seems like in crunch in crunch time, it seems like they've been going more with like a Rubio Garland backcourt. And by the way, Rubio has been a great pickup. Great pickup. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do with Sexton. They didn't extend him, so he's going to be a restricted free agent next year if they don't um, get a contract done with him. But um, I like what I see so far. Mm-hmm. Um, better than previous years without LeBron. Oh, this yeah, this is miles the be- ahead. This is the best Cavs team in a non-LeBron year since well before LeBron was drafted. Yeah. Um, even the Kyrie years, like those teams were Kyrie and the rest of the team That's were it. horrible. Yeah. <laughs> it's just Kyrie. Like Tristan Thompson, but Tristan Thompson wasn't Tristan Thompson back then. Yeah. Who else was even on the team? Like the first Dion couple Waiters. years. There you go. <laughs> uh, Samardo Samuels. You remember that guy? No, not really. Exactly. <laughs> not really. Exactly. So, yeah. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens. They're back home. Uh, let's see if they can keep this up. I mean, they started ten and ten last year, so I'm pumping the brakes a little bit. Yeah, you gotta. They started ten and ten last year, and they won 20, like twenty two games <laughs> overall. So, how do, how just like demoralizing that is? Yeah, yeah, it's rough. But it's I think just... they I think they just have so much more talent on the team this year. You know, you got yeah, Garland's another year older, developing. Sexton's another year older, developing. Uh, Isaac Okoro's been out the last three or four games. That's right, we got him. Still. Um. He hopefully he continues to develop. Obviously, you've got Markinen's been a surprise, especially defensively playing the three. So hopefully that keeps up. There's just, and then Mobley, Allen. Um, there's just so much more talent. And Kevin Love coming off the bench. Not mm-hmm. to say that you know whatever, but um, he's had a few games where he's been like he scored uh, the other night. He scored 22 off the bench. If he does that, if he if Kevin Love does that, the Cavs are gonna push to make the playoffs. If. Yeah, if. I mean, there's going to be games where Kevin Love scores five points. Yeah. So. Getting paid all that money. Yeah. So. For five points. I'm excited. I, I'm definitely going to go to a few Cavs games this year. Just mm-hmm. 
you know, even if they lose, like enjoy the stadium. Yeah. Even if they nice. lose, like you're going to be able to tell like, okay, some, there's something here. Like they're building towards something. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of it's because of Evan, Evan Mobley. That dude's, that dude's a unicorn, man. Yeah. Like, I think so too. I think he'll be an all-star. hundred percent. hundred percent. So sooner than we think. Yeah. So anyway, go Cavs. I uh, don't know when their next game is, but they're com- they're home. They might it might be tomorrow, but I can't remember. Yeah, it is tomorrow, Wednesday. No, I'm gonna have to start watching. I really have. I've only seen like maybe one or two. Yeah, dude, definitely watch. It's exciting. But just watching Evan Mobley is that just just watch him mm-hmm. and him and Garland. Those are your those are your uh, cornerstones of the franchise. Yeah, those two. If nothing else, if those two develop, you're we're gonna be in good shape. Mm-hmm. So. I think so too. Good times in Cleveland, but yeah, uh, kind of. Yeah. Well, Jordan's getting antsy. He's got to get out of here because the Astros are playing in the World Series. Uh, and they're going to lose six. Tonight and the Braves will win. We'll see. I don't know. I haven't watched this The last, game, two, to be the last two games are in Houston, so. Oh. Good I don't know. Them. Yeah, I think we'll Atlanta. Atlanta blew a huge opportunity to. Uh, yeah, was it like a four zero lead or something? Yeah, they hit a, <laughs> hit a grand slam. <laughs> the Astros first. gave up another grand slam. <laughs> what is that? Three or four so, now in the yeah. playoffs? Yeah. This is the first time we won the game, though, when we did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's what we need to do tonight, you know, get some extra motivation. Yeah, trend. So, um, yeah, so that's going to do it for us tonight. Jimmy, thank you for the beer. Thanks for joining us. Um, Still don't know when Ryan's coming back. It depends on when Benedictine Mm -hmm. loses. Hopefully they go all the way, but if they lose on Friday, maybe we'll have uh, Ryan back next Tuesday. So we'll see what happens on that. But you can follow us on social media at the LOTL podcast. And uh, for Jimmy, Jordan, I'm Dan. You've been listening to Living Off the Land, episode 185. And we're out. See you guys next week. See ya.